Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. The great city playboy. They're always around to help build your hope up, then help drag you down. They'll leave you with nothing worth singing about. Good evening. Uh, it is February 22nd, to Thursday night in 2018, and you're checking in with your smoking nephew, Blazing Ride. This is Blazing Ride Backstage, where we take you behind the curtain, and I would like to welcome the co-host to uh, the Blazing Ride Backstage program, the, um, the Nyberg to my Terzi, the Smith to my Koontz. <laughs> The Sade to my batterinois, Mr. Jonathan Weeks. Mr. Jonathan Weeks, how are you, man? Good man. The angel oh, opens her eyes. Pale blue colored eyes. Presents the circle. Yeah. Is the glory up too high? Ooh. High. Uh, uh, ah, ah. Ooh, I feel it coming back again like a rolling thunder, chasing the wind, forces pulling from the center of the earth. I can feel it, I can feel it. Ooh, yeah. We got a little share going in there. I can feel it coming back again like a rolling. If I could turn back down. If I could turn back down. <laughs> the angel opens her eyes. Now it sounds like Cosby. The angel opens her eyes. Pale blue colored eyes. Presents the circle. It's the glory up too high. High. And then Cher comes back. Oh, I feel it. me on ground. Like a rolling. And then Cosby. Thunder. Chess and thrill. <laughs> Modern's Pizza, 
Nice. It's good, good to be back in Connecticut, though. Seriously, uh, great place, great state. You know, places like Virginia or make me make me uh, want to go back to Connecticut that much more. This place sucks, but uh, <laughs> oh. Connecticut. Connecticut, I gotta say, great place, great state. We got we we got we got to get back there. We got to see the Maine. We got to yeah. We got to get the Maine back together. The clan. <laughs> the clan. I don't call it that. That's right. That's right. The, uh, Unless the you're talking about Andrew. Uh, <laughs> Andrew's a good kid. Good kid. You know, I had to throw away all of his uh, gifts because the uh, the airport didn't let me take any of that stuff. You know, the Coke bottle. Oh, really? Uh, the, the bottle. I'll throw everything away. Yeah. Well, you know, um, I'm just making sure my mic is on the right setting here. Yeah, well, well, that's that's the it's the busiest airport in the world, isn't it? The Atlanta airport. I don't know why that is. Why why the hell Atlanta, out of all places, is the busiest? Yeah, you would think that. Well, it could be busy because everybody wants to get the hell out of there. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, but you can't. You can't. You got to walk five miles through the airport to get anywhere. You're right. You're right. I hate that airport. I hate that city. Uh, but that wedding was surprisingly very normal. I don't know what the hell's going on over there. So for people just tuning in for the first time, by the way, I'm very nervous that our uh, our Fogarty understudy will not call in tonight because he's a very absent-minded person. So I'm very nervous about that. Um, he's better be <laughs> I know. By the way, I don't mean to be yes. – I don't. I'm not trying to be rude here, but is Miss Daisy dead? I'm sorry, that should not be laughing. Uh, Come on, man. You asked a very legitimate question. She she may be. I don't know. Because Uh, here's the thing. Fogarty posted as his status last night something about uh, finally free from stress and worry and finally can sleep goodnight chickens or something like that. And then people were like, Oh, thank you for sharing your stories about Miss Daisy over the years. Some blah blah. Uh, I I think she may have died. Oh my gosh! I'm looking at him right now. I think I think she did. Oh my goodness! Do you see oh. anything? Any 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 signs that would indicate whether she's alive or not? I think. Well, I think a lot of the comments are you know pretty much along the same path as like you know you lost your mother. Uh, but nobody really said anything outright about it. He didn't say anything about it either. So. Right, which is so weird for him. It's a very strange statement, too, yeah. And he didn't say anything else about it. I think she may have had Young Daisy. Yeah. I think so. Oh, uh, well, uh, yes, our condolences, although you find it quite funny, but our condolences, <laughs> our condolences to our dear friend Tom Fogarty, who should be back in two weeks from tonight. Um uh, we think so. We're not even sure. We might be giving premature condolences. Is that something? Premature that's condolences? That's true. Well, then we're extra, you know, considerate, I think. <laughs> People were giving Abe Vigoda premature condolences for like 50 years. But I, let me tell you what happened. Uh, we, well, first off, do you have any plans for this upcoming weekend? I got nothing nothing planned at all. This is a, And what's, what's so weekend. bad about... What? 
This is like a sleep all weekend kind of weekend. Oh, okay. Well, what's so what what's so bad about Virginia? Why and why? If you like every new place you move, you say you prefer Connecticut. Why don't you just fucking move to Connecticut and stay there? I know. Well, well, you you speak the truth. You speak nothing Uh-oh. about the truth, my friend. You're right. Uh-huh. No, you're right. I gotta get back around and stay in Connecticut. That's it. I I don't know why I keep moving around. I keep moving around to these terrible places. I I end up hating. Uh, but uh, Virginia has a special place in my heart for hatred. I, I hate it. It's just terrible. It's just, uh, <laughs> for hatred. It's nothing but yuppies, and uh, you know they have their expensive lifestyles and their terrible restaurants, and uh, they, they just uh, their heads are in their phones, and uh, it's it's terrible. I hate it. I hate the, uh, they're very self-absorbed over here and superficial, and uh, you know I I probably should have kind of knew that you know before coming here, but uh, you know. Uh, let's just say going to college in a city is totally different from working in a city, you know, especially 10 years later and uh terrible place. Terrible. Awful. You know, it sound, it didn't sound like you were describing Virginia. It just sounded like you were describing LA or something just now. I know. I know. Virginia to me has changed a bit too. And, and DC in itself, I, people are just so self-absorbed. And, uh, it used to be like, uh, somewhat of a cultural area, a little bit different, but it's become so uh, pricey and uh, for young yuppie couples and uh, you know hipsters. The hipsters are taking over. <laughs> and, well, speaking of hipsters, another thing I've noticed is that no matter where you go, you tend to always avoid New York City. It seems like the only city where you have not lived. Well, why is that? You're correct. You're correct. I have a lot of anxiety about New York City. Too many. Too many people, people living on top of each other. I just, you know, but it may be the only place that actually still has the realness. It may still yeah. only be the city that, that that has that realness. Maybe I need to go to New York City. I don't know. Maybe I'll, I mean, I'll come on over. <laughs> there's a lot of hipsters here, too. It's like the, the home of the hipsters, but but it, it is still real at the same time. But, um, you know, the uh, I was thinking about today for uh, Jesus' bachelor party how um when when everyone was over here how terrible a host i was i had like everyone sleeping on the floor <laughs> on chairs you know i had no, i didn't give any blankets or towels or anything and i cannot believe how inhospitable i was to you all and i apologize i apologize no there's no apologies necessary because you know how terrible it became after new york actually new york was the only sane time for that bachelor party that we had, and uh, where did you even sleep? Actually, where started, did you sleep that night? On the wh- I don't even what remember the... where I slept. I think I was on the <laughs> floor someplace. And uh, <laughs> I think actually, I slept in an alleyway. And didn't I sleep in an alleyway in Manhattan at some point? I think you did. You did, and you fell asleep at the table. And uh, <laughs> he just he just was putting candles in your uh, your hoodie, and. Uh, I I really think that was the only sane night of the bachelor party because when we went to uh, Atlantic City, that's when when things all, all went downhill. <laughs> I didn't right. need to apologize. I think you actually trying to try to save the bachelor party, but what happened was you knew it was going to go downhill from there, and yeah. that's when it, that's when it just went bonkers crazy. Yeah, but I remember another you know? time when. Fr- I remember another time when Friedman stayed over, and uh, I said, you know, I don't think I have any blankets for you. And he looked at me, and he said, 
you serious? <laughs> and, and, and that's when I realized, oh, well, I guess that's not polite of me uh, to not offer any blame. And, and then I ended up finding one for him, but it took his kind of no, attitude. You were good to, host. You were a great no. host. You brought us to that uh, one bar with the uh, the bocce court inside. You mm, brought us Union Hall. The, yes, you brought us to that great sandwich spot with good beer. Oh, um, beer craft. Yeah, you actually, yeah. and then you took us, and then we went bowling. Did we, we went bowling? Yeah, Melody Lanes. Hey, yeah. Actually, the, the only bad idea of that night was Jesus's, the one where he wanted to go to the, the freaking chocolate fondue place. Ugh. Yeah, that I don't even remember because I was passed out. That was Jesus. That was Jesus. <laughs> um, but the that first place you mentioned with the Bocce Union Hall, that place, uh, they had a fire there. And they just oh. reopened. They just reopened recently, so they were able to survive. And also, uh, David Cross is doing uh, sold-out comedy shows there, like every Thursday for the rest of his life. So it really? seems like it's going. Business is pretty good there. But Beer Craft, that had the great beer and the sandwiches and stuff, I cannot say the same about. I believe that that is shut down for good because I walked by oh. there, trying to get some non-alcoholic beer, and uh, and it was like this place does not exist anymore. So that's gone. But the bowling alley's still there. And as far as I know, Pete, the bartender's still there, even though he's, he, well, he looks a lot older than he is. He's like, he look, he's like 60 something. He looks like he's about 100. Oh, my. What, what do you mean? You, you think he's still there? You don't go there anymore? That was your spot. That was your place. That was your joint. That was your jam. That was your You boy. know, I, I go there when Mac is around. Like, when Mac is around, oh. we go and we see Pete. Um, but. I need to tell you a story about what happened uh, with a friend of mine last night. Okay, tell it. I want to hear this. Give it to me. Okay. Let me, uh, let me try and think of what his name should be. Uh, let's, for, this, for the purposes of this story, <laughs> let's say his name is Lennox. No, that's a ridiculous name. Let's say his name is Mark. 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 Okay. It's Mark. Mark. You know. That was a very loud right. beep. You know, that's from Rent. Okay, so um, <laughs> last night, uh, let me let me wet my uh, my palate. Okay, okay, wet your palate. <laughs> so last night, that thing. oh, last night, um, uh, my friend Mark, uh, lately he's been going into um, grocery stores and and sandwich shops and. Walmart and uh, stirring up um, shit with people and getting in all these fights uh, and, and and so last night he he sees his um his state representative and yes and the guy uh so it's you know it's this uh, kind of tubby tall bald guy and um and his name is. <laughs> Scott Wiggum. And what happened was, uh, Mark told me, uh, he's okay. He said that he went up to this guy in the Walmart and said, excuse me, are you, are you Scott Wiggins? And then the guy said, it's Wiggum. And then Mark said, that doesn't really matter. (laughs) Are you Scott Wiggins? It's Wiggum. That doesn't really matter. And then, 
He said, and, and this may, you know, you may not like this statement um, because it's uh, it's a bit, uh, you, I think you'll find it to be a generalization, but just just go with it. I think you'll enjoy the story as a whole. So then um, he said that he said to this guy, Scott Wiggum, he said, Republicans aren't pro-life, they're pro-birth. After that, they don't give a shit about you and they don't give a shit that children are being murdered in school. You're a disingenuous cunt. Oh my! <laughs> so he said that to his to his nine foot tall state representative, and then so the guy Wiggins, he said, he said, I'm offended by your language, and then Mark said, I'm offended that you're more bothered by my language than you are by children being murdered, you cunt. <laughs> And he said, I also told him to stop sucking NRA cock and do his job, and that I'll run against him next time and call him a cunt at the debate. And I asked, <laughs> I asked, this was at Walmart? You just went up and started yelling at him? And Mark said, lol, yes, that's precisely what happened. He's a real piece of shit. I'm pretty sure I ruined his whole day, hopefully week he hated every second of interacting with me. It was wonderful. And I asked him, like, well, what was he doing when you went up to him? And he's, Matt, Mark, said, Mark said, he was looking at Doritos, which I also found odd. Why the fuck would you need to inspect Doritos? I think, uh, I think he's left without buying anything. He walked away from his cart. I destroyed his night. And I said, so this guy, you know, he's, he's, he's shopping for Doritos. Which should be a shameful purchase. You know, you should at least have the decency to be ashamed of the fact that you're buying Doritos. And if you're in government, an elected official, there are no circumstances under which you are publicly buying Doritos. And you are definitely, if you are not looking at them for an extended period of time, like this cunt was, where he was looking at uh, the spicy <laughs> nacho and the cool ranch and just inspecting him. So M Mark said that he found that odd. Um, and I said, what was in the cart anyway? You know, the cart that the guy abandoned. And Mark said, random right. grocery shit, random grocery shit, and some light bulbs I took because I needed some. And they're on the other side of the store. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes up to this guy, calls him the wrong name intentionally, Wiggins. It's Wiggum. That doesn't matter. <laughs> then he calls him a, a disingenuous cunt. <laughs> I'm offended by your language. I'm offended that you're more bothered by my language than children being murdered. You cunt. <laughs> and then threatens to call him a cunt at the next uh, debate when he runs against him. And then, <laughs> and then he takes his light bulb. Um, light bulbs, but I I don't know, man. I think maybe my favorite part of that is is when he approached him and, and said, "Are you Scott Wiggins?" And he said, "It's Wiggins." And he goes, "That doesn't matter." <laughs> what 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 do you think of that? Well, I think the, my favorite part is the fact that he took his light bulb. I yeah. Mean, <laughs> he actually went there. He bullied the hell out of him. <laughs> and the guy left. And then he took his light bulb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually ashamed and disappointed that either one, he didn't engage in kind of a debate. 
or number two, that he just did, just ignored him and, and went along with his grocery shopping. I mean, the guy didn't have to run away from his grocery <laughs> cart. I mean, it just shows guilt right there. I think that's a cowardice in some ways, but uh, you know, and but I think the funniest part easily is he went and he took his life off. <laughs> What if that was the plot the whole time? Where he did all that just so he didn't have to walk back across the store to get new light bulbs? <laughs> I think I would say that is absolutely genius. Your friend Mark yeah. is a genius, and he should have a like a show like a, a Curb Your Enthusiasm. That's like a perfect uh, you know plot for that. That's perfect. I've been saying that he should have cameras following him around, and uh, he hasn't done it yet. But I would really love to see these things filmed. <laughs> that that should have made the news. I, I think that's phenomenal. <laughs> but, oh, another time, another time, he was at a grocery store a couple weeks ago, and there was some uh, kid, some young young punk who was um, dicking around with the self-checkout machine. And, uh, and so Mark um, said, you know, are you done yet? Because uh, I, I got I to gotta use that. And the kid, said, <laughs> the kid said, oh, I'm almost done. I just need to do something. And Mark said, no, you don't. You're just wasting everyone's time, and, beha- and you, what you're doing is unconscionable. And then the kid said, what does unconscionable mean? And then Mark said, it means you're being a cunt at the grocery store. <laughs> and the kid walked away. But he has this, he is calling a lot of men, men and boys, cunts all over the place. So he has this like, uh, this new hashtag, uh, CMC, call men cunts. And he's doing it. I, I think the most savage one was probably the state representative. And you said that he was bullying him, but you could also look at it the other way in that, in that if uh, what Mark is saying to the state rep about what the state rep is doing to his community, that he's the bully in that scenario. You know, you could look at it that way, too. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, I agree. But a verbal, I mean, that's his, obviously Mark <laughs> is a bully. That's what's that's what uh, that's uh, going up to somebody Come on. Not only that, <laughs> but he, not only that, but he went home and then he started writing. Not only that, but then he went home and he started writing all this stuff on that state representative's Facebook post. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's funny because I don't know why the state representative ran away. I mean, if he's got a position on things, he should talk about it. I mean, or uh, yeah, especially you know, with not the run constituent. Away. Right. Exactly. You know, the other thing is I don't like Marco Rubio at all, but. Uh, I saw him on that CNN town hall about the guns where they were absolutely destroying him. I mean, yeah. I was just, I felt, I felt uncomfortable for him just watching it. And, uh, but the guy stood his ground. You know, it's not like this representative who has this one guy bullying him and he runs away and he took his <laughs> life off. That's true. <laughs> Rubio did have like tens of thousands of people just berating him last night and he, he stood there and he took it. Um, not, yeah, not that I would ever compliment that cunt, but he took it. Um, as <laughs> right, opposed exactly, to this guy, yeah. Yeah, who just ran away. He didn't even continue grocery shopping. Yeah, and he left his groceries. He gave up on his groceries, man. Uh, you know, I, I know for one thing, if I'm going out to Doritos, and you're right, it's a shameful uh, purchase. 
But if I'm going out just to get Doritos, I'm going. I'm going to buy those damn Doritos no matter what happens. <laughs> so this guy, this guy must have infected him so much so that he just left his groceries there. I don't know who does that. What do you do? Run away crying? <laughs> I think so. I can't imagine a scenario where he enjoyed the rest of last night after that happened. <laughs> no, no, not at all. He must have. He must have went. He must have went home crying to mama. <laughs> I think, yeah, mama, that's probably what he calls his wife. But he, um, but, but the other thing about this is he's so quickly offended by the C word. If somebody came up to me in a Walmart and called me a cunt, I would laugh the hardest I have ever laughed in my life. I agree. I agree. I, I, there's something about the C word, though, that it's so taboo. It's so strangely taboo. <laughs> Uh, and in public, I, it just shocked everyone. It's just like on that Curb <laughs> Your Enthusiasm uh, episode where he says it. Uh, beloved uh, beloved aunt? What? Yeah, beloved aunt, where they type beloved cunt in the obituary? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, uh, and doesn't he call one of the guys a cunt, too, and, and they become so, oh, yeah. so offended? Uh, uh, the poker game, the HBO guy. Yes. And they become, yes. And he becomes so offended that it, it shuts down everything there. And he, he, he becomes all of a sudden he becomes like a misogynist, the pig, you know. And uh, I love the word; I think it's hilarious. But a lot of people are just so offended by it. I don't understand it. You know, when they say much worse things, uh, you know, it's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, so funny. This oh. guy clearly has no sense of humor and no backbone, and is a cunt. But I love, I love Mark. I love Mark. What he's doing. I don't agree with what he's saying, but I think he's. <laughs> He's pushing the political envelope. I mean, he's getting in these people's faces and and testing their, you know, true beliefs. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yep. Agreed. (laughs) Agreed. Another thing that I wanted to uh, discuss with you is I tried, um, do you know the song by AJR, Sober Up, at all? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Let me, uh. I think so, yeah. Did I, I – it's the one where I, I ended up being in the tour video. I told you that, right? No, you weren't in the tour video. Are you kidding me? We didn't talk about this? I know. That's the song with the, the guy from uh, Weezer. Exactly. Yes. Rivers Cuomo. Um, no, I don't, but, I don't remember you telling me about being in the tour video. Okay, no. well, before – before we get to that, let, let me just point – let me just play you what happens when I tried to uh, do a – I tried to record a cover of Sober Up, and, and uh, we'll, we'll see what happens here. You ready? Yeah, definitely. Okay. I don't know why the default is to have the metronome on in GarageBand. Much rather it be default off. That way I don't have to go in and turn it off every time I come into the program. Yeah, me too. Even though the – <laughs> There's some irony here because the song is from the album The Click, which references a. Ooh! 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 Farted three Ooh. times. Gross. Ooh. Oh, God, that's. Ooh. Heinous, anus. <laughs> now, did, did you hear what happened? Just, just in, in between the whoos. Listen to what happens in between the whoos. I'll play this one more time. Ooh. 
I don't know why the default is to have the metronome on in GarageBand. Much rather it be default off, that way I don't have to go in and turn it off every time I come into the program, even though the, there's some irony here because the song is from the album The Click, which references a... between the woos? I heard some I heard some farting and I heard some drop. <laughs> it sounded it sounded terrible. What what's going on over there? Yeah, I was farting. Let's let, let's play it one more time. It's a fart. Oh, the default is to have the metronome on. And here I kinda of sound like Stephen Wright a little bit. Much rather it be default no. off. That way I don't have to go in and turn it off every time I come into the program. Even though the there's some irony here because the song is from the album The Click. Which references a
And uh, filling in for Tom Fogarty tonight is Mr. Ross Gallo. Ross, how are you? How you doing? On time and ready to go. <laughs> yeah, Ross I, I'm Gallo. So, I'm so relieved I'm that you're that I made it on time. I'm in the car, <laughs> but I'm still on time. You're on time. It's about time. <laughs> but right. you're not always there when you call, but you're always on time like Ja Rule. That's right, exactly. I don't know anything that you're talking about, but I agree. <laughs> Okay, so I don't I don't know if my text was clear or not, but do you have three hot messes that you can award tonight? Three people or things that are hot messes that you want to call out? Wait, in like current events? What do you mean? Anything, anything. So the first part of this is the hot mess awards, where a you hot give mess. out. Right now, I'm sitting. I'll tell you, a hot mess. I'm sitting right now on Hollywood Boulevard, stuck in bumper to bumper traffic. That's a mess. Yeah. I gotta cut through the hills to try and get around it. What intersection are you at? What? What intersection? I'm Hollywood and Vine? La Brea, La Brea and Hollywood. Oh, that's, out of there. Yeah, that's, so you're kind of on the west side. No, I'm on the east side. <laughs> Terrible. Horrible. Get out of there. <laughs> All right, you know? so that's your, your first hot mess is L.A. traffic, which is quite predictable. What's your second hot mess? Yeah, I'll tell you another hot mess. You're cutting in and out. That's another hot mess. I can't oh, hear shit. you. What? Whoa. I, I think that might be you, man. That's probably That's you, me. bro. <laughs> yeah. Um, it is weeks, weeks. Weeks, have I been cutting in and out? No, no, bro. No, it's okay. me. I'm looking. I got one bar. I got one bar, so if I cut out, it's my fault. Oh, come I apologize. On. Oh, all right. All right, so that's your, that's your second hot mess. And then what's your third hot mess and final hot mess? Of the week or of the day or what are we talking about here? Of the year. <laughs> Anything. Of the year? Oh, yeah. man. Uh, I got stuff with work. I'm dealing with managers that are that are mishandling scenarios and trying to – and giving me misconducts. And uh, it's a whole, oh, it's a whole mess. Oh, yeah. You're in, oh, you're in yeah. trouble? You, you've, oh, you're in, in trouble. trouble for misconduct? Well, with a manager, with a manager who thinks he's an FBI agent and is trying to like basically like investigate me that I did some wrongdoing, which is not oh true, and I had to call him out on. Oh, it's ridiculous. HR is involved. It's a mess. Holy shit! It's a bullshit. <laughs> well, now we know too much. <laughs> are you? Yeah, yeah, are you, yeah. Are you guys lubed up and ready to joke off? You know it. I'm ready. All right, let's Nine open it up. Different well. strokes to rule the world. That's how my dad does it. The strokes to rule the world. <laughs> Nine inches. Damn. Holding. All right. All right, From Ross. the ground. Um, from the ground. Uh, so, uh, by the way, John Weeks, I don't know if you know or not, but Ross Gallo is quite quite a, a, a talented uh, actor and comedian, and you can see him in several movies. Uh, including one where he plays a, a therapist uh, where, you know, he looks like he's about 18 years old and he's playing a middle-aged therapist. What movie was yeah, that? It's, it's called The Road Within, but my favorite is there's a movie called uh, Careful What You Wish For, where the beard and glasses, I'm playing a lawyer. That was fun. Oh, oh okay. That's the one oh, I was yeah. thinking. Yeah, that was, yeah. yeah, that's the one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you know, here and there. Depends on what day of the year. I don't know. I could <laughs> exactly. that one. Yeah. All right, buddy, kick us off. All right, so I start the first joke then, yeah? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
I'm kicking you off. Okay, let's do it. So third graders in Missouri are selling raffle tickets to win an AR-15 assault rifle, assault-style rifle, sorry, in order to raise money for their baseball team. And the second graders are auctioning off a hydrogen bomb to pay for their field trip to Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> so I'm Very trying well. to read this and drive at the same time, which is why there's pauses. It is me looking up at the car and looking down at the email. Well, it's oh good for God. timing, but that, yeah, you got to be careful. Um, we'll make this quick. Polish Prime Minister Matuz Morawiecki faces backlash after suggesting Jewish perpetrators bore some responsibility for the Holocaust. Even Hitler said this guy went a little too far. <laughs> ah, oh. Just a little. Just a little. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not yet. 35-year-old, 35-year-old New Jersey rabbi, R.A. Goodman, was arrested this week for allegedly sex trafficking an underage prostitute, piling on to a previous conviction for sexually abusing a minor. In response, the rabbi said, okay, yes, I sex trafficked this child for the first one I was just trying to suck out the blood during the, the bridge. What is that accent? <laughs> Fantastic delivery. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so it's my turn. I'll go. Okay. <laughs> season eleven American season eleven American Idol winner Philip Phillips can now make music again after long legal battles. It turns out his last name shares first name for plagiarism. <laughs> <laughs> We're having fun here. <sighs> Oscar winner Sally Field tried to set up her son on Twitter with Olympic figure skater Adam Rippon. Oh, I'd like to be set up with that guy. When her son found out, he ran across the country, grew a beard, and hung out with his former army lieutenant, who had no legs anymore. Psychiatry. Irene S. Levine discusses in a new book what to do when you think your friend is about to marry the wrong person. She says to ride the second field in a limo while watching Cop Out. Take in a Mets game and end up at a bar by the end of the night with everyone but the friend who's going to get married. So you can discuss with your other friends what needs to happen when they get divorced. And eventually head to Atlanta for their second wedding. <laughs> 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 Sounds like a personal uh, personal that thing. Sounds very familiar. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Attorney General Jeff Sessions on Tuesday announced he would create a task force to work on better combating global cyber terror threat terror threats. He said he'd like the task force he said he'd like the task force to be as productive preventing cyber terror as he as has been preventing the blacks from mixing in with the whites. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Let me say that line again because it cut off. He said he'd yeah. like the task force to be as productive <laughs> preventing cyber terror as he has been preventing the blacks from mixing with the whites. <laughs> yeah, I got it in one shot there. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. Serena, no Williams, Serena Williams opened up in an essay for CNN Opinion about how she nearly died after giving birth and how she now wants to save other women. She went on to say, well, except for that one lines woman, I still want to shove a tennis ball down her throat. <laughs> uh, 
That's a solid laugh. <laughs> a new report from USA Today this week shows that 94% of women in Hollywood have been sexually harassed or assaulted while working. Coincidentally, this is the same percentage for women who work in the White House. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <This is awful. laughs> the Florida House this week declared pornography a public health risk while rejecting having a debate on a proposed bill to ban assault rifles. The House did not take into consideration the fact that gun owners mostly jack off to their assault rifles. <laughs> and take us home, Weeksy boy. Yes, sir. Singer Fergie is under fire after a breathy, bluesy Jessica Rabbit-esque performance of the Star Spangled Banner at the NBA All-Star Game on Sunday. Stephen Hitler said Fergie went too far. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh, great <laughs> one. This is a great one. Yeah, look at that brass section. Oh, child, things are going to get easier. Oh, child, things are going to get better. <laughs> Oh. Well, Ross Gallo, thank you so much for uh, for doing it. I know you you are on a tight schedule. You've Got to get to work. You're driving. You're texting. You're calling. You're doing all this shit. Uh, very dangerous, but oh, we appreciate man. it. What a blast thank that you, was! Ross. Have me back anytime. I very much enjoyed that. Thank you so much, guys, for having thank me. You, sir. Thank all right, man. All good right. to hear your voice. And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna text you later about whatever this work situation is. I want to know the juicy details. You can't yeah. stand well, the yeah, air. yeah. I'm sorry I had to reveal that. I feel like that shut us down, took us down a little bit in the show. Sorry for that. <laughs> no, oh, it's real. As long as it's real, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's it's interesting. I'll go through it with you. You know. All right. Fun. I hope it all works. Well, out. All right. I appreciate it. I think I'll be all right. I appreciate it. All right, take care. Good man, right. Good man, Talk to you soon. Bye. Nice to see you in weeks. See ya. See you, sir. All right. I, I well, love that uh, even Hitler would say. <laughs> <laughs> about, about Fergie? I, I think your jokes are spot on. I love your jokes this time around. I love them. See, I didn't feel good about these jokes at all when I sent them. Uh, I did not feel good about them I at like all. Them. Thank I you. Like I mean, it seems it's a little ridiculous. You have elementary school students raffling off an AR-15, you know, 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 and that's real. You can love guns, but you shouldn't be giving guns to elementary. It's it's insane. I don't know what's going on out there in Missouri. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, but that that thing about Hitler with Fergie, that's what you would call a callback because it calls back to that second joke, you know. Oh, I love it. I love it. It's the best callback I've ever seen. I, I love I, I think I'm going to start using that, though. I would say, that's such a bad idea. Even Hitler would, would say that goes too far. I'm going to say that from now on at work. Yeah, I was going to say, when you're, when you're at work, you should just say, what? We have three meetings on Thursday. Even Hitler said that would be going too far. <laughs> See what happens. I'm going to say that. I want to see what happens. <laughs> yeah, let's see what happens. Oh, That's a God. great idea. I'm going to Do you hear? I'm hearing an echo of myself. Do you hear that? I don't hear no, no echoes. Now it's we need gone. more echoes. 
Echo. Echo is a song by R. Kelly. It's, uh, it's, uh, I can turn it to your right hand, baby. Run us in and do it like crazy. All night long. See you, Echo, Echo. Want to hear you, Echo? Where is he? Echo. Well, do you remember that there was an article that came out in BuzzFeed about how he's allegedly um, basically a cult leader and, and running these, uh, running like a, a cult of, of underage girls? Do you believe that? I don't believe that. Come on. That sounds ridiculous. <laughs> R. Kelly? No. I mean, out of all people, R. Kelly, out of all musicians, I would say that this would be a likely one to be uh, hanging around with <laughs> underage girls and making them do things that he wants them to do. Kelly, I mean, he's a good kid. What, what, he's my favorite artist. The the best artist. best song I mean, ever. Best song ever is the I Wish Remix. Yeah, I've seen him in concerts. Yeah, I've seen him at several concerts. And then, oh, after the BuzzFeed piece came out, I texted Lundy saying, "Hey, you want to go to this Kel show in Westchester? This might be the, our last chance." But uh, he <laughs> he at that point he didn't want to. He didn't want to go, but we, we saw him at Syracuse at the Landmark Theater after I post graduation. Uh, I actually stayed. I stayed in Ross's room. The kid who was just on the uh, show just now. I stayed in his room when I went back to visit Syracuse. Much better host than I am. You know, he had a blanket and futon, whatever. But I stayed in his room, and he was like, "We got to watch Ignacio on Soapnet." And so each night we we fell asleep to to Soapnet to General Hospital on on Soapnet trying to watch uh, our old friend Ignacio. What the, oh um, my God! R. Kelly is still one of the greatest R&B singers of all time. I mean, uh, yeah. What are they trying to do? Kill him? I mean, his reputation? I, I feel like this is an assassination on his reputation. Ridiculous. You do realize that he's in a videotape with a fourteen-year-old girl. Like peeing on her and, and stuff like that. Oh, that, that was so long ago. How long ago? <laughs> that was, was long ago. Now you sound like Dustin Hoffman. But uh, yeah, it was uh, two two thousand four, three. I don't know. And he was acquitted. He was acquitted. But... He doesn't do that anymore. He only does that on animals. <laughs> on animals. Jesus. Christ. Uh, um, I went to. I went to, jeez, it got real dark, but I went to, um, uh, did, 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 so last week, did I tell you that I, uh, I went to the, uh, the mountains last week? No, you didn't tell me this. What the hell are you doing? You're going to the mountains now? What I told battle? you this to work, to work on the book, remember? Oh, yes, you told me about the book. The book was amazing. You showed me some of the books. How, how much did you get done? <laughs> Why are you Chris Matthews all of a sudden? I had a tingle in my leg. <laughs> uh, I, okay, so here's what happened. I, I, every, every week for the last seven years, basically, I've written on a to-do list, write book. Unfortunately, that's not how it works, right? You can't just write the whole book in one weekend, but that's how, I'm, how my mind what? works. Same thing with alcohol. I'm either totally drunk or totally sober, and there is no fucking in-between for me. So right. uh, it really takes a lot of discipline in this case. This is why it's taking so 
fucking long. But, you know, the good part of that is that there have been several weddings in the seven years since I was initially recommended to write it by my friend Rob Biederman. Um, so uh, um, I haven't been able – so the last couple of weekends I've really tried to get stuff done, and then I just didn't. You know, I, 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 I was very right. – uh, there were some – I mean, most of it was – in my control that I screwed it up and procrastinated and stuff, but there were some elements out of my control. Like uh, one time when I went to go right at a, at my favorite cafe, uh, I got there, yeah. the cafe, the cafe had shut down. It was awful. Oh. So then there was another like shut down for good. So then there was another um, oh. cafe that had opened up, uh, up by the park, by sunset park where I live. And, uh, and so I was going there for a while. Place was always busy, always hopping. Uh, and I go there, uh, to, to get stuff done a couple weeks ago, two weeks ago, I think. And I get there on a Sunday and the, the gate is down. Uh, and I'm like, what the hell, why aren't they open? And then I check Facebook and it's, and it said, we thank our patrons and friends for the last two years. It's been great and blah, blah, blah. And so these things like keep fucking happening. And these are places like all this shit in my neighborhood is, is opening up and closing down and opening up and closing down. So, um, so then I decided, well, maybe I should look into writing retreats. So then I like Googled like writing retreats and stuff. Uh, and, and it just like all the official ones seem like a whole thing. Like, uh, you got, uh, other people you have to talk to and uh, activities and stuff. And it didn't, it, it seemed like that was kind of counterproductive. So then I was like, well, what if I do kind of a self-imposed writing retreat and go to uh, maybe the woods, maybe the mountains, right. maybe uh, just a, a hotel room by the ocean um, in the cold and the freezing cold. And uh, I eventually decided on this place in the Berkshires in Massachusetts um, that was called, uh, uh, well, it was a, it was a resort and spa place, but it was like, a. um, I want it to not sound so white cause it was, um, it was not as yuppie as you would think. But anyway, uh, what happened was here's where some other things went wrong on the, so I drove there. Um, and on the drive there, I'm, uh, on some, some, uh, highway in New York state. And I notice some guy is following me very, very closely. So then I think I kind of speed up to get a little ahead of him so he can, uh, do what he needs to do. And then when he keeps following closely, I, I get into the other lane so that he can pass me, but then he gets behind me. And I'm thinking this is a civilian terrorizing me. I don't think that this is a, a police police officer but then the sirens go off the lights go off he pulls me over he comes up oh. and uh he's got a, a lot very bad skin i'm so sorry but he is very bad he has a lot of bumps on his face oh. you know how like uh a lot of brothers they get bumps on their face facicles sometimes from shaving yeah. and shit yeah so he had that oh. so he came up to me and he goes uh uh license and registration please and I was like, well, it is a, it's a rental car. So I don't really know where anything is, but here's the license. I don't know if this is the registration. Actually, that's not the registration. Uh, but, uh, all right, don't worry about it for now. And then he takes my license and goes back into the, uh, into his car. And I'm thinking like, you know, he's probably going to give me a ticket, but if, if life was fair, he would 
see that I haven't gotten a speeding ticket since I was 20 years old, and that was a decade and a half ago. Oh, and maybe my that, God. And maybe that that would count for something. But then he comes back, and right. he's like, all right, I am giving you a ticket for uh, – uh, you know, you, oh, oh, he also asked me how fast I was going. And I'm telling you, Weeks, I never saw the speedometer go past 72. And he told me I was going 80 uh, across two across two towns. And I said, you know, it's a hybrid uh, car. I don't know if the speedometer is different in this car. And he looked at me like I was lying, of course, but I wasn't. Uh, but there's no way right. there's no reasoning with a cop in that position because he has all the power. I wielded no power in that situation. And uh, he looked at me like I was lying to him. So which I wasn't. Uh, I'm not saying right. that the car didn't go 80. I'm saying that I had no knowledge of the car going 80 because the speedometer did not tell me that it was going that fast. So, um, right. so, uh, so then he, he gave me the ticket and he was like, do you want to plead guilty or not guilty? And you just do this by March, whatever. And, uh, and I said, all right. So if the thing is, is, uh, uh, you know, if, if it's showing me 70 and I'm really going 80, then if I'm trying to go 60, should I be going 50? And he looked at me like I was an asshole again. And he said, well, uh, you were you were in the passing lane for a bit, so you know, uh, right lanes for driving, left lanes for passing, and uh, so maybe just try and stick to the right lane, drive safe. And then he uh, he drove off. I drove very slowly. Um, I also had not had any real coffee that day, and I, I eventually um, like they were like, uh, I really needed coffee at this point, especially after the pullover, and uh, right. Uh, and another thing about these New York tickets is they don't tell you how much they are. Most New York tickets, I guess I looked into it, are $150, but they don't tell you. So, like, they, they should just fucking say it on the ticket, which they don't. Um, yeah, it's ridiculous. So then I go and I pull up and, and it's like, oh, food and gas this way. And I get off in Rhinecliff, which I've been to before. I had a very nice time in Rhinecliff. Uh, Samantha Sizzik's wedding was there. That's one, a wedding where I gave a speech where I oh. wasn't a groomsman or best man or anything. It was good. Um, and, uh, and I, so I get off there and I'm driving and driving and driving and driving and oh my God, there's no food. There's no gas. There's, I'm just trying to find a fucking cup of coffee. And, uh, oh. and finally I, I pull into this, like, uh, this area that, um, uh, had this wonderful cafe and I, I had a wonderful, uh, oh, I was also very hungry, a wonderful sriracha egg, uh, something or other with avocado. Is it avocado or avocado? It had av- avocado and Avoc- sriracha. Yeah, avocado. It had latuse and tomatillo. And, uh, oh, it was just delicious. Um, but uh, so I had that. I had the, the iced almond milk latte. Everywhere had almond milk, which was great because, you know, my lactose intoleration with the pep pep. Um, but uh, a great cafe. Then I get back and I go. I'm driving to the, um, to the place. It's a resort, ski resort kind of place. And um, – and so I get there, I check in, I drop my shit off uh, in the room, and I had been driving three hours and really just wanted to see the, um, really wanted to go to the, well, I wanted to go to the gym and then go to the, into the, the hot tub um, at the spa. Right. And the gym was right near all the other shit. So what I did was I, um, I went and I, I ran on the treadmill and did some other weird shit at the gym on the mats. And then I... Uh, I went uh, and then I went into the spa area and then uh, get changed and stuff. And I finally, and I'm in a bathing suit and I finally see, Oh, Oh, there's the hot tub. And what do I see? But an old fat, completely naked man in the hot tub. (laughs) And I just think to myself, like, 
Are you fucking kidding me? Like, that's so gross. I don't want to be in there with all his duck butter and fecal particles and stuff. And then I, um, I, and then in the steam room, also naked, naked old fat men in the steam room. And, it, you know, it's never hot young guys. It's always old, naked, fat men, always. And, um, uh, and, and I just don't know how it's, I, I, had, I would have never booked this place if I knew that it was nude in that area. So, I, you know, me and a lot of the younger guys, we all kept our fucking trunks on the entire time. And, uh, and these assholes, just they had no respect, no respect for other people the, putting their shit all over the place and the duck butters and, ugh, unsanitary. Um, so that was very gross. And, uh, and, and I did go back there. I did go back to the spa uh, the next two days because I paid for it and stuff, and I went. But it was, it was, I, I kept on avoiding whenever there were naked old men. And, um, <laughs> I don't know if the women – in the women's locker room spa area, I'm wondering if they are totally naked in there because it just doesn't – I don't know. Anyway, um, uh, then I went back to the um, – Oh, then I went to get dinner at the at at what I thought was where the dinner was being served, but there was um renovations going on at this particular restaurant and this guy's in there and he's work he's working on something and I said, "Hey, is is this place closed?" And he said, "Oh, yeah, we're doing renovations now, but if you go to the mansion, you want to go to the mansion, uh they got dinner over at the mansion." And and I was like, uh Oh, what's what's that building called again? And he says, "Oh, the mansion. Yeah, yeah, just go over to the mansion. It's just uh, you want to get uh, drive up the hill and then you, you serve your dinner at the mansion, the mansion, the mansion." And um, and he and this guy was on the floor looking like a lunatic. The mansion. Um, and then I went over. I drove over to the the um the mansion and um and I had dinner and the bus. Busboy, Mater D guy, whatever he was, who seated me was very attractive, and he seemed, uh, from my gaydar, he seemed like he might be in the choir. And I, uh, um, I thought he looked like a, a a Patrick Wilson with dark hair without the muscles. Is kind of what he looked like. So basically, nothing like Patrick Wilson, but still, uh, I, um, I was like, how am I gonna, how am I gonna get this guy's attention? And I thought, like, you know, do I just go up to him? What do I do? I'm very bad at this stuff, but at at the end of the night, as I'm walking out, he um, is carrying a high chair going uh, into back into the restaurant with a high chair. And something about that very much intimidated me. So what I did was I just left my Blazing Rye radio card on the uh, podium where he was standing beforehand okay. and ran out of there. And then I was thinking, like, oh, <laughs> shit, that'll never work. Like, that will never be uh, – like that, that the fact that I just, uh, you know, left it there, it, it could be like I'm doing an advertisement or something, not that I'm trying to give him my number. Right. So, so then I, um, left, uh, there and I thought, well, that'll never work. And then I go back and I think I start writing, uh, typing on the thing on the computer, on the laptop there at the hotel room. And, uh, and then, um, overall with the, in terms of the writing, I, it was productive. I got, I got one totally new chapter done, a half a new chapter yeah. done, and then finished two older chapters, including Jesus's wedding, which was I never thought would be done. Um, and uh, then um, 
the the so Saturday uh, while I was there, um, I had this waitress at breakfast um, named Amy, and uh, I was charged twelve dollars or something. The next day, I had a much fatter waitress, um, and I don't know her name, but she charged me twenty four dollars. So when I got the what? bill, yeah, when I got the bill, I was like, "Why is this uh, twice as much as as it was yesterday?" And she said, "Oh, who was your server? Was it Kevin?" And I said, "No, Amy." And she said, oh, okay, let me go ask her. And then she went and she asked Amy. And then she, the waitress comes back and says, yeah, apparently she thought you were cute. And she, and she, she gave it to oh. me for $12 again, right? So then what I did was, I, again, I left my Blaze and Rye card and I wrote, and I wrote on it. <laughs> and I wrote on it, uh, please give to Amy. And I left it in the, the check. And then, I, and then when I walk out that time, I'm like, wait a second. That Patrick Wilson guy and Amy, they work at the same place. So now, you know, I got these two cards floating around with a boy and with a girl and with two and, and it's two different cards, the same restaurant, although they, they were always there different shifts. He was there at night. She was there during the day. And I couldn't imagine it. I couldn't imagine them being there at other times. So then the right. third night I was there, I was just thinking like, I was thinking, God, I I should not have booked three nights and I wanted to get the fuck out of there. Uh, another reason for that was because uh grinder there was just awful. Usually when I travel places, you know, it's, it's a good way to, 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 to bang a new person. And this, it was impossible. It was completely impossible. And I should have deleted the app entirely, you know, before I even went there to get productive, but, uh, and instead of reproductive, you know what I mean? Uh, but I went, uh, anyway, so that, that was awful. Um, and, and anyway, the, the third night I thought, okay, I want to get the fuck out of here. I, what do I do? And so I was like, all right, let me, let me just go and get, I'll get dinner at the mansion. And, um, after, uh, after that, I'll decide whether I stay or not. Cause the room was paid for, you know? So, um, I, uh, I go to the mansion. the The hot bus boy was there again, and uh, and then this time, what I did was, <laughs> I rather than a blaze and rye card, I had another card on me where <laughs> it said <laughs> it said K thanks bye on one end, and then on the other end, I wrote my name uh, Ryan, and then I wrote my number and i was like uh so like do, can i should i go can i go up to him i don't know if oh this is so awkward i think i even kind of lingered around a little bit and stuff it looks very creepy right. um and then i and then i left i walked outside but then oh and i remember i remember this woman at the front was very approachable but this man who was with her was not and i needed the man to go away so i could leave the number with the woman so Finally, the bald-headed cunt walked away, and I went up to the lady, and she was, uh, and and so I said, I said to her, so the 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 skinny busboy who kind of talks like this, and she said, yes, James, yeah. uh, yes, and and uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I said, would you mind just giving him this? And she said, oh sure, yeah, well, you know, he'll be right back, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll get it to him. And and I said, okay, thank. You. He's just out for a smoke, but I'll get it to him. 
I said, I said, thank you. So then when I, get, when I start back to the hotel, I'm thinking, well, now I've left three cards all with the same number on them that are just floating around that same restaurant to two different people. And, and what have I done? And then I go back to the hotel room and I'm like, well, now I need to wait and see if this plays out at all, if he texts me or not. And so I write a half a chapter um, about Jenna and Alistair's wedding. And at the end of that, um, I, I, or as, you know, as much as I could write that night, I just said, uh, all right, so it's what, it's 10, 10 o'clock now. If I leave now, mm-hmm. and I, I was all packed up already. If I leave now, I could get back to New York around one or two. So I ended up leaving at 10, 12 that night and getting back to my place around 2 a.m. I drove so slowly, so slowly. Um, oh, and I also, like, while I was there, I Googled um, speeding ticket attorney and stuff. And, and uh, one of the first things that comes up is this app that's dedicated to, solely to traffic tickets. So I ended oh. up retaining, retaining an attorney because I didn't feel comfortable pleading guilty to this particular scenario. Um, and, uh, and so that was, you know, a a little more expensive than the ticket probably would have been, but you got to think about the points on your license and insurance and all those things. So there's that, you know, so it could end up being more money in the end. Uh, so, um, I did what I had to do there, but also while I was there, I kept getting, I got like three or four notifications that I had made purchases at Wawa in Elizabeth, New Jersey, one for a hundred dollars. One for ninety two thirty eight, another one for like oh fifteen, and then there was another one for one dollar. Um, and so I had to call Capital One, and they had to send me a new card. Oh, and the the lady said so many times. She said, "Okay, and I'm gonna FedEx it to your place, and you will not need to sign for it." Guess what? The last two times I've come home, the last two days, there's a fucking FedEx note on the door saying that it needs signatures required. I don't know why she's told me that so many times. Oh, you will not need to sign for it. Anyway. Um, so I had my, my credit card uh, information stolen. I got a speeding ticket. I mean, it, it was such a, I had to, and like I said to Frank, my fitness coach last night, I said, you know, I really should always leave a day to decompress. And he said, only you would say you need to decompress from your vacation, but it's true. (laughs) Absolutely. This uh, this trip, from what you told me, is an adventure. I mean, you go right. This could be the, uh, you know, the, the first chapter in your book. Actually, it's amazing. You know, about writing this book. Uh, it's an adventure. I, I love that uh, you left cards with the, uh, the, uh, the 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 restaurant staff. Three cards. <laughs> it's amazing. I love it. You 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 established a pattern. I love it. And uh, you know, the naked dudes. The uh, it's just amazing. I, it just keeps going on. It just keeps going on. And then you got a ticket. I'm sorry, you got a ticket. Don't worry about it because I got a ticket in uh, Buffalo. And they're expensive, and I think that was a very smart move of you to get an attorney because the points will kill oh, yeah. you. And I know New York. Oh, yeah. They were gonna, yeah, they gave me like three points. Actually, I was dumb. I should have got an attorney to represent me in the court because uh, I think it was like 150, 162 dollars for the points. It was three points. So. Um, and did your insurance that was go a smart up? Move. Yes, it did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's how they get you. About, about four hundred bucks. So you actually you made a smart move, and uh, but I it it still sounds like a great adventure. You know, you didn't get the bang, but you know you had a hell of a time, and you got 
a couple chapters done on this book, which I think is going to be the most epic book of all time. <laughs> okay, it's not it's not the Iliad or the Odyssey, but it, it you know the the. Oh, it's better than you, that. Forget about that. <laughs> you said uh, you're the second person who suggested to me to put all the shit that happened. Uh, I think it was Ross, actually. Ross, the other day when I texted him, he's the one who also said, I told him about everything that happened. He said, ha, 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 put that in the book about everything that happened. Fucking you really should, because I feel like all the, the forces of nature are, are against you in writing this book. Yes. Something about this doesn't want this in written form, and therefore you're doing this is one of the most courageous acts of mankind of all time. <laughs> Forces of nature, and yet I go right into the nature. I shouldn't have stayed in the yeah, city. Yeah, you did. You did. You went in there and you battled it. You got a ticket. You, you had to endure a bunch of old naked men. Ugh. You had to go into this restaurant and leave your card there three times. <laughs> I, all of this is, is amazing. I love it. I just love it. I think this would be an amazing book. I'm not kidding around. Forget about the aliens. Forget about the Odyssey. Homer doesn't know what he's talking about. Homie, don't play that. <laughs> <laughs> Homer, don't play that game. Uh, but you know, she, uh, you know, nobody texted. Neither Patrick Wilson nor Amy. Nobody texted. So that sucks. Uh, they're they're a bunch of crazies over there. Come on, dude. I think that was for the best. They're crazy. Also, they're a crazy group over there. It was also know, a little weird. You know the Berkshires? Yeah, I've been to the Berkshires a couple of times. I've my parents were foolish enough to think that was a fun place to go uh, vacationing every once in a while. <laughs> Terrible place. Awful. There's yeah. There's nothing going on over there. Weird because it it they do have, like, art and stuff and, and museums and stuff there, but there is zero artistic vibe about it from what I got. Correct. You know, it's it's got right. no vibe. It's not it's not like New Haven. Like it's you know you can you can New feel Haven. the art in New That's Haven. Right. Yeah. That's right. And there's a very scary mall there that I went to probably about ten years ago, and they had just put out uh, Men in Black Two, the one with Michael Jackson, even though that had <laughs> been out probably for ten years. <laughs> it, was, it was a very eerie mall. That whole. The whole thing about it was very eerie. Yeah. It's a scary place. Very scary place. Uh, who went there? Uh, Nasarino went over there. He went to school, like some school called MCLA or something like that. I don't know. Whatever. Over around there. It's a scary area. Scary place. Yeah, I would not go back, especially with the, the naked geezers. Um, but I'm, I'm going to try to get you a, uh, you know, what do what they call it? You, just, you said it before, like a retreat in Vermont. That's where I think you should go. In the middle, in the dead of winter, you should go to Vermont and spend a whole weekend there writing this book. You know, for Vermont, never, Vermont never crossed my mind. New Hampshire crossed my mind. Even New Jersey crossed my mind. But Vermont never crossed my mind for some reason. Rhode Island crossed my mind. You've got to be in the most desolate, isolated place ever, almost on the verge of I don't know, something terrible. But Suicide. It's a terrible place. I think that's the best way to write. You'll yeah. write your, your yeah. best. You know, when you're so depressed. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. but I also, like, yeah, I'll have to give myself a, a medically induced depression. But 
I also realized when I was driving up there and in the boondocks in New York, you know, surrounded by those asshole state troopers, I remembered how I hate every place that's not a city. And I was like, oh, yeah. why the hell am I going to the fucking mountains? I should just, I should be going to a city. Maybe I should be going to Albany or something. I should be going to, you know, it doesn't matter how shitty a city is, unless it's, I wouldn't go to Newark, but still. <laughs> you're right, though. I think you are a city man, man. Uh, you know, maybe you have to go to another city. You're right. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. I really think you would like Burlington. I'm not kidding around. Have you been to Burlington, Vermont? I've been to Burlington Co-Factory. Oh, what is it? You got to go to Burlington, Vermont. I think you would like it. I think you would love it. Really? You'll okay. Love it. How, how do you think, yeah, how do you think, how do you think, how do you think the boys on Grinder will be there? I think you'll actually be somewhat impressed. There's a UVM, University of Vermont, right there. There's a lot of kids oh, that's there. Good. Uh, not kids. <laughs> what? Kids, but, you know, people are our age. People are our age. Sorry. <laughs> uh, and actually, they have a very nice main street. It's beautiful. I think you will love it. Seriously, and, and yes, the scene, uh, the dating scene would be pretty good. I think. It's, you know, it's Vermont. They're very, uh, they're ultra liberal. Uh, you have plenty of colleges around there, and uh, there's a lot of uh, good young people like ourselves, good kids. <laughs> I guess so. Oh, By the way, that, well, yeah, I'll look into it. Uh, my my um friend mark texted me he was listening to our my description and he said thank you that was he said that was wonderful thank you and then he said i'll tell you a hot mess just walked into locker room and this old cunt (laughs) had her balls slapping in my face (laughs) told her to wrap that shit up she was nearly in the lobby i'm gonna read again I'll tell you a hot mess just walked into the locker room and this whole cunt had her balls flapping in my face. <laughs> Told her to wrap that shit up. She was nearly in the lobby. <laughs> this Mark fella is a real bully. I'm, so, I'm scared to meet this Mark fella. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And what's your favorite scene? She's the man made for Jermaine Bain's man of man. All right, so my favorite scene is she's a member of Mr. Minna Bain's man. It's got to be when Minna Bain's plays this wise old green guy. Oh, God. And uh, it goes something like this. Remember, a generous strength falls from the force. But beware, anger, fear, aggression, the dark side are they. Once you start down the dark path, forever it will dominate your destiny. Luke. Luke, do not, do not underestimate the powers of the emperor, or suffer your father's fate, you will. Luke, when gone am I, the last of the Jedi will you be. Luke, the force runs strong in your family. Pass on what you have learned, Luke. There is another Skywalker. Ah. <laughs> That's my favorite scene. She's the second favorite scene. All right. <laughs> What's your favorite scene? She's the favorite scene. Favorite You sounded like you sounded like Bobcat Goldthwait doing Krang. <laughs> Look at those turtles. <laughs> Not, toilet turtles. Um. Oh, by the way, the. With Friedman, when I was writing about Friedman's wedding, I had to text him. I said, 
hey, what was the flavor of that toilet cake that we ate? And I was texting him about it, just like matter of fact about toilet cake. And I said, um, it was it was chocolate cake with vanilla icing and berry sauce or something. And then eventually he said, at my wedding? And I said, yeah, the toilet cake that we ate. And he said, toilet cake, right. Yep, chocolate cake, vanilla ice cream, berry sauce. Sounds right to me. I don't think that you call that berry sauce, though, but... And it might be in the book oh, that way. Great yeah, my favorite, oh, like Kevin Diamond said that night, oh, my toilet, that toilet cake was delicious. So, <laughs> um, my favorite scene in She's a Man, Man, Future Man, Bane's Man is from She's a Man, Man, Future Man, Bane's Man, colon, um, Bridesmaids, where um, Amanda Bane's plays a bridesmaid, and uh, her name is Megan, and she says... I think you're ready to hear a little story about a girl named Megan who didn't have a very good time in high school. I'm referring to myself when I say Megan. It's, it's me, Megan. I know you look at me now and think, boy, she must have breezed through high school. Not the case, Annie. This was not easy growing up and down the halls with. They used to try to blow me up. People used to throw firecrackers on my head in high school firecrackers literally not figuratively they called me a freak do you think i let that stop me do you think i went home crying to my mommy oh i don't have any friends i did not you know what i did i pulled myself up i studied hard i read every book in the library and now i work for the government and have the highest possible security clearance don't repeat that. I cannot protect you. I know where all the nukes are, and I know the codes. You would be amazed. A lot of shopping malls. Don't repeat that. I have six houses. I bought an 18-wheeler just because I could. You lost, Lillian. You got another best friend sitting right in front of you, if you'd notice. You need to stop feeling sorry for yourself. I do not associate with people that blame the world for their problems because you're your problem, Annie, and you're also your solution. You get that? <sighs> I know you do. <sighs> I know you do. Come on. Bring it in. And that's my favorite scene. She's the man, man, future man, the bang, my bang. Wow. Yes. Very well done. That was very well done. Yes. I like that. Yes. That was great. I like it. Yes. Now you make, make me want to see the movie. Have you not seen Bridesmaids? I've not. I'm a, I'm the only loser that hasn't seen it. It's very funny. I you know, Melissa it. McCarthy. She was nominated for an Oscar for it. A a, a comedian nominated for an Oscar in a comedy movie. It was uh, you know revolutionary. It was great. She's a comedian cunt. <laughs> that was unnecessary. No one said that. Well, what do you think about this? So I have I have one more order of business here. Let me just, what do you think about this? A lady doesn't wander all over the room and blow on some other guy's dice. Go! So let's keep the party polite. Nice and polite, not bad. Never get out yeah. of my sight. Shaper, close. Like flypaper, baby. And the fella that you came with, yeah. Love be a lady. Love be a lady. 
and let it go now. I think I'm going to have nightmares after hearing that. <laughs> and then, well, speaking of nightmares, what happened very shortly after that was was this. <laughs> there we go. Oh, what do you think about God. that laugh? I think that, it, I think, wait, he should have played Pennywise the Dancing Clown in it. <laughs> I thought you just said I thought you said Betty White the dancing clown. <laughs> even better. <laughs> even better with Gilbert Gottfried's voice. Oh my god, it'd be amazing. <laughs> and, and Betty White's body. Yeah. Ooh. Well that's a little X rated. <laughs> All right. I can I can think of no better way of ending the show than by saying if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz. Apologies to Betty White. We ran out of time. Uh, hit the brakes, Florence. And uh, somebody owes me a martini. And if you have a Barbie doll, what are you going to do with that thing? Well, if you know she's marrying the wrong person, what you got to do is you got to take a <laughs> ride to City Field in a limo <laughs> while watching Cop Out. Take her to a Mets game and end up at a bar by the end of the night with everyone but her talking about who she's going to get married to, discussing with other friends what needs to happen when she gets divorced. And eventually, head to Atlanta for her second wedding. <laughs> very, very nice callback. You're learning. <laughs> I'm learning slowly but surely. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, weeks. Good night, everybody. Good night, Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.